Hello, 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 and welcome to the Omen Podcast, where we'll find out if three misfits can save the world from the weird, wonderful, and worrying the otherworldly. I'm your host, Sean Oxpring. I'm a technical designer in the games industry, and I'm the games master for this show. With me, we have Andreas Jorgensen. Hello. A freelance 3D artist whose middle name is Literally Danger. How are you doing, Andreas? Yeah, yeah, I'm good. Good, good. We also have Nelson, who is an award-adjacent games writer and writer for games. How are you doing, friend? I'm doing quite well. I know far too many people of Australian descent or who live in Australia to be doing this accent. So I'm, I'm really, really testing fate here. Amazing. Um, and we also have Sam Silvers, who is a self-described ball of anger, who occasionally drinks games and designs coffee. I got that the wrong way around. It's fine. No, no, it's perfect. How are you doing? Well, as for missing the front teeth, been better. But I'm here. So we were supposed to be recording this a little bit earlier, but then Sam had to go to the dentist, uh, and it de- they decided to remove your front teeth, which is, is unfortunate. I'm just going to quickly go over your three characters before we introduce our special guest this week. So um, let's start with Andreas. Tell us of your character. So Omen is going to be a um, is, is an investigatory group. They were set up by the UN to investigate paranormal and weird things, and they bring in people from around the world who either know too much or have been specifically hired for their skills. Um, and you are playing who? Uh, my character is uh, Dr. Martin Bengtsson. Dr. Martin Julius Bengtsson. That's his middle name. Very important. Interesting. Uh, what does he do? He uh, used to be a uh, professor uh, of uh, l- like history and, and uh, linguistics, I guess, at uh, Uppsala University, which is a university town here in Sweden. I'm not going to even pretend to pronounce it. That's fine. I'm sure you'll get it wrong many times. <laughs> um, but he got kicked out for uh, studying things that aren't real, uh, according to the faculty, I guess. Okay. And then I guess then at that point, Omen came to like sweep him off his feet yeah. somewhat. Yeah, that was the idea. Awesome. How about you, Nelson? Tell us of your character, your interesting character from the land down under well um speaking of things down under uh i am required to disclose that i have a condition uh other (laughs) than that i would also like to say that um i actually have a small introductory rep do you mind if i do that real quick (laughs) by all means of course hey my name is koala jackson and i'm here to say i'm not allowed within 200 feet of a building of governance Sorry about that. Probably should have mentioned that earlier. <laughs> Yo. Holla at your boy. Amazing. That's wonderful. Um, I think that pretty much says everything we need to know about Koala Jackson for the minute. Absolutely. Uh, and then we have Sam. What sh- who's your character? Um, I'm playing Annabelle St. John, and I've been learning how to shoot a gun since I could fit one in my hand, and Daddy's been taking me across the United States to learn how to shoot the best and show people what I got. Excellent. We at least have one member of the team who will be competent with a weapon, which is awesome. I'm glad. And as you all know, um, Omen, as a group, have a very high rate of staff turnover because most people either go insane or they die. Uh, And this time around, the team is going to be joined by Dan Pierce, who is a game designer and director of Four Circle Interactive. Hello, Dan. Hello. Can you tell us about your character? Now, everyone else doesn't know who the guest's character is going to be. So this is a bit of a surprise for everyone. Right, so uh, my character is Edmund Black. Uh, he's a pretty young man. He's His whole life, pretty much up until the point 
um, where his application got rejected, he was incredibly interested in studying at Oxford University. He was particularly interested in ancient history, but he plays kind of fast and loose with details. Um, so upon being rejected, he decided that he was going to travel the world and basically just find out things for himself. That sounds quite nice. Uh, so I assume when he got drafted by Omen, he either saw something wrong or did he just decide to join somehow? He he was kind of confused when he was drafted for Omen. I don't think he quite understood what he saw. Um, but he's certainly seen a great deal of things. And he uh, has an approximate knowledge of many of them. Amazing. Awesome. Well, having the approximate knowledge in this particular case is better than having a full knowledge because having a full knowledge will drive you insane. So uh, we're going to begin this. We're going to be having our first mission with you guys together. And we are going to be going to Cairo. So we're going to be going to Egypt for this mission. Mm. So you all start off on a on an airplane it's a commercial flight it's a i think it's ryanair probably ryanair oh so God. i hope none of you wanted to go to the toilet because otherwise you'll have to pay to get onto the get into the toilets here um and you have all got your in-flight entertainment books and when you open them you see inside a pair of headphones and it says please put these on and put them into the uh, side of your chair so you put them into the sides of your chair and immediately the screen in front of you, because this is one of the really good Ryanair flights where you actually have a screen in front of you rather than just a person in front of you instead. Impossible. Impossible. It, okay, maybe this is... I might be tweaking reality a little bit here. They happen <laughs> to have a couple of them in front of you for some reason. Yeah, this okay. is a very special Ryanair flight, of course. <laughs> Lionair. It's Lionair. <laughs> um, and so you turn on and the screen turns on immediately and you are greeted with a a dark shadow of a man um, and he's got a big oak table in front of him on one side he has a little statue of what kind of looks like margaret thatcher but you can't really be sure it might also be like a sort of strange otherworldly god and he's got a suspiciously low amount of paperwork he looks at you and he begins to talk good evening this is brimstone calling cairo team one i assume you've all probably introduced yourselves to one another on the flight you should be landing at Cairo International shortly, roughly 6pm their time. Incidentally, do be sure you're using the airline-provided headphones. You are flying economy and people will hear. This mission is a simple one as it is your first assignment and you're probably all a little green. Possibly, literally, our hiring policies are eclectic and I don't find it worthwhile to read anyone's files that they've made it past at least one Christmas party. Archaeologists have recently uncovered a large black sarcophagus containing the bodies of three individuals. These bodies are unimportant to Omen. What is important, however, is the liquid surrounding said corpses. The liquid has otherworldly properties and is highly charged with formic energy. Most humans exhibit a strong desire to drink the substance. Even photos of the sarcophagus seem to carry the same energy signature regardless of what format they are in. Except mini-discs. Nobody likes mini-disc. Where can you find them these days? Anyway, press have been briefed that the liquid is sewage runoff, and the castle itself has been moved to the newly built Grand Egyptian Museum in Giza. 
We're working with the Discovery team to gain a purified sample of the liquid, and tonight you will join delegates and museum benefactors on a Nile cruise. In the morning, you will collect the purified vial for Omen. Your handler will be Hosni Asker. If he looks suspiciously like a taxi driver, that's because he is. The Cairo branch is woefully underfunded. He will meet you at the airport and drive you to Giza. Good luck, agents. And please, don't do anything stupid. An unreasonable request. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think that's perfectly reasonable as your first task, don't you think? The uh, Dolores creature that ran on or delivered the, uh, the tea, was that visible on the monitor? You could not see what or who Dolores was. Uh, all you saw was him reach down and collect a cup of tea from the floor. Um, unfortunately, the tea was half spilt out, clearly, uh, because when he lifts it to his lips, there's absolutely nothing in there left. So you eventually, about several hours later, you land. It's getting dark because it's about 6 p.m., Near you is a man standing there with a sign that says Omen. He's right next to a taxi. Uh, so what do you do? Is, is, is he supposed to be that, that open about it? I think he's probably breaking some kind of policy. I mean, if we can tell people about this, can I get like a discount? Somewhere for something. An Omen discount things. Well, I properly think that it's quite polite. So we know exactly where we're going. Better than getting lost in this odd place he could have said overwhelming marmalade eating nuptials you can surmise what they're talking about from that surely the man beckons you over he gets you over to the car and he's like hi uh, my name's hosni I'm, I'm here to collect you up for the uh, the um the, the Cairo museum uh, you're here for that right you are the uh, the agents yes well yes sir we are Excellent. Good, good, good. Come into the car. Uh, I, I will take you there now. It is only a 15-minute drive from here. Uh, you get into the car uh, and you drive through the streets of Cairo. Uh, it's, it's quite sandy. There's, there's, there's a, um, there's a uh, sandstorm coming in at the minute, so uh, you can hear it like clicking on the top of the car. So markets are closing down, and etc. as we're going through the streets. Indeed. Getting the civilians out of the way. That's quite lucky. It is, yes. I, uh, I hope you're not going to do anything like rash. You are inside a nice taxi with a nice person right now. Speaking of rashes, I do. Is there a way I can discreetly um, deal with a, a thing? I imagine quite closely closing. Oh, air. feel feel free. Um, do you want to roll for this? Um, I'd like to roll for agility. Roll for agility. <laughs> Ideally, yes. Roll for agility. You have to roll an eight or more for agility. I don't know what's happening right now. <laughs> You'll find um, out in a second. All right. So no, you don't find out. All you hear is just a rustling, and we move on. Nothing to see here. Nothing to notice. I rolled a 17. Amazing. Excellent. Does anyone want to roll an observation? <laughs> I will. I. Okay. Oh, nice. Impressive. Okay, so you notice that Koala Jackson has reached down into his breeches uh, and is liberally scratching himself. <laughs> it's a condition. Well, that ain't quite polite, but saying anything about it is also not quite polite either, so I'll just keep that to myself. Well, I'm glad I didn't roll observation. I'm sneaking glances at Sam's character because, uh, 
I suspect she might have seen something. Wonderful. So, 15 minutes pass, and you get to the new um, Egyptian museum. Have you guys seen this before, by the way? No. This new museum. It, so it was newly made. It, it's called the it's called the Grand Egyptian Museum, otherwise known as the Gem. It's a new museum that's uh, been built in Cairo, uh, in, in Giza. It's just opposite the pyramids, so it's like really, really quite quite an impressive site. And you can see the pyramids just across from you. But it's really pretty. It's really really nice. I think uh, Dr. Bengtsson is probably more focused on the pyramids in that case if they're in view. Oh yes, they're, they're they're right in view. He's never been, but like as a big fan of uh, ancient Egypt stuff, it's uh, it's been a dream of his. I think. I'm kind of over it. <laughs> I mean, like they're big. It's cool, but it's also I don't know. I think I have to see them in the day. You have to see them in the day. Yeah. Okay, that makes sense. I mean. I mean, the, having the sun setting behind them—it's—it's it, it's not beautiful and glorious. Things look smaller when they when they're darker, right? So like, it kind of—I don't know. I I shouldn't I shouldn't nitpick. I just can't, I I I think I just expected them to be bigger. But they're so old. Can't you? Can you imagine how much? They I think they could have made them bigger. Oh, okay. I guess. Hosni beckons you inside. And you go into the uh, sort of grand entrance to the museum. It's still being made at this point, so there are still some scaffolding in different places. But you can see that the museum is starting to come together. It's in its last couple of months of like being created. Is there an opportunity to pick up any sort of equipment from the stuff lying around? Just sneak something in your pocket. Um, you can give it a go. You can give it a try. Do you want to try and roll for it? Uh. What would you like? What kind of like, there's there's a couple of like tools around. So like there's like a there's like a, a couple of hammers and a and a and a shovel. Do you want to try grabbing the shovel? Shovel sounds quite nice, actually. All right, roll for. So you have to try and nick a shovel. So I would say that that's probably up there in like the. Uh, I'd say you got to roll at least like a seventeen for that. Seventeen what? Seventeen agility. Oh man. Uh, oh, <laughs> you walk over to the um, you walk over to the shovel, and you just pick it up, and 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 Hosni looks at you, and you look back at him, and, and what are you gonna say? He's he's just blinking at this moment in time, just very confused. There's a lot of sand, and there's a lot of people, and there's a lot of animals. <laughs> Can I slap the shovel out of Koala Jax's? Jackson's hand. Uh, you can try. Uh, yeah, I'm not sure that Martin is strong enough to do anything, but yeah. Well, I imagine it wouldn't be too hard. I've, I've kind of been taken unawares. I thought I'd, this would be much easier. <laughs> <laughs> Martin just sort of like, like shoes Carl Jackson, and he drops the uh, shovel. Do you want to get your mind wiped? The instant you say mind wiped like my, my face just turns into like a mask it's like i'm recalling something horrible side note um the omen group mind wipe people who don't sort of follow orders or go a bit awol i'm not going awol if anything i'm trying to go under one <laughs> well now bless your heart you're about halfway to be able to rub two brain cells together after this you go up some stairs and through a uh, through a corridor and eventually you end up at the main office of the head of the institute. His name 
is Amir Shadid, um, and he's the uh, curator of the museum. Uh, you go into his office. It's a very, very lavish-looking room. It has a chaise lounge in one corner. There's a great big desk. Uh, he's sitting behind it, looking reasonably troubled. He's sort of sitting there, just like doing some paperwork. Hosni comes in and says, "Hello, uh, this is this is Amir. These are the agents from Oman who have come to pick up the uh, vial of liquid." Amir looks at you and goes, "Oh, yeah, yes, yes, yes. Of course, hello." The liquid isn't ready yet. I, I believe that you're coming with us to the uh, party tonight on the uh, Nile. Is there a party? I don't. I wasn't told I would have to go to any parties. I, I believe that, that that was the case. I, I did get in contact with your uh, superior, uh, uh, Doctor Brimstone, and he said that uh, you'd be coming to the uh, party tonight. What, what kind of party is it? Is it blackjack? That will be blackjack. Yes. Uh, there's a bunch of different casino games, um, and there's a bunch of uh, free food as well. Will there be Uno? I look at Dan trying to one-up him with my sophistication. I look back at Koala dreamily, <laughs> not fully understanding the context of his emotions. So Amir looks at you both and goes, There will be games, uh, and it will be a trip, all expenses paid across the Nile. There's, there's no catch at all? No catch, none, none whatsoever. Everything's going to be fine. And then at that very moment, the lights turn off. There is a massive power cut. All the computers go off and everything falls apart. Martin screams. And with that, we come to a close of this episode of the podcast. Thank you for listening. We'll see you next time. The Omen podcast is powered by Ellipsis RPG, the accessible donationware rule set, now available on itch.io. If you like what you're hearing, please rate us on iTunes or wherever you get your podcast. You can tweet to us at the hashtag OmenCast, that's O-M-E-N cast, and who knows, you might get a special mention in one of the episodes from us. Thank you for listening, and remember, stay vigilant. You never know what's out there.